If I can make a living from walking in the woods, you can bet I'd be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'd be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting and fishing. Good morning and welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. And we're going to be talking fishing, talking hunting, talking just about anything you can do outdoors for the next hour right here on KWSN Sioux Falls, 1230 AM and 98.1 FM. Today's Gone Outdoors is brought to you by Ray's Sport Marine. Your local Lund Boats and Bennington Pontoon Dealer in Moorhead. RaysMarineMoorhead.com Adventure RV across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo. Your number one RV dealer in the FM area. AdventureRVSales.com Fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country? Lakeland General Store is your one-stop shop in the Lakes area. At the junction of Highway 59 and 34 in Dunvilla, Devil's Lake Tourism, Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous and Ion Ice Fishing and the all-new Ion Alpha Ice Auger. It is great to be back here this morning, Scott, and uh, talking outdoors. And you know what? We are in the thick of it, and uh, this is... A special Sioux Falls, South Dakota edition, KWSN edition of Gone Outdoors this morning. And uh, boy, there's a lot going down down in that South Dakota hunting scene. And uh, again, we are in the thick of it. Yeah, it's uh, actually tough taking time out to uh, do a radio show this time of year because there are so many different things to do. And I know, Kyle, you're in the same boat as me, uh, pardon the pun, but um, we have gained so many outdoor hobbies over the last five years that there is just so many things to do. I mean, right now, you got some of the best fishing of the entire year is going on, and it's continued to go on for a while. We have a lot of ice fishing stuff that we need to start getting ready for. That's not far off. Because that's not far off. Um, you know, so there's all that stuff going on, but holy cow, you're talking about hunting seasons, no matter what it is you want to chase after, whether it's birds, whether it's small game, whether it's big game, uh, it's all available right now. If you go onto the South Dakota game and fish, uh, website and look at the seasons, I don't know how many pages long that thing is, but it's extremely long. There's you know, it can get kind of confusing because there's so many different zones, so many different areas. Uh, but right now, pretty much almost everything is open. In some fashion or another, yeah. right? Yeah. It is open. And, and you know, of course, firearms deer isn't open for a little while yet and muzzleloader and some of those. But if you want to hunt deer, you know, you got your archery season and that's open now. And you've got your waterfowl and your upland. And I mean, all of these different game pursuits these hunting activities are are there and they're opening it's a lot of fun and uh you know you talk about we got to get our stuff ready for ice fishing 
I'm thinking back, what was it, two years ago, Scott? Middle of October. So yeah. we're at the beginning of October now. We're within a couple of weeks of when we were at that point in time. We had a full ground covering of snow. We had ice and some of the sloughs. I mean, it can we can turn the corner any day. Well, we may not, but but we could. You know, and we're we're a little bit north of Sioux Falls here in the Fargo area, so things uh, freeze up just a little bit earlier. But uh, that year you're talking about, if I remember right, that northeast area of South Dakota froze up the same time we did. Absolutely. It, and they had a lot of really, really cold weather. And there were people out ice fishing long before Thanksgiving. Up here, uh, you know, if if you can get out at Thanksgiving, a lot of people try and get out right around then. Obviously, you're not taking four-wheelers, that kind of things on the lake. You're walking out on these smaller lakes and smaller bays. Um, by Thanksgiving, that's good. But that year, it was crazy. It was long before that. And if I remember right, I believe... By Thanksgiving, it, it had warmed back up again. Yes. So the areas where people had been ice fishing in early November, they it was unsafe again, so they couldn't get back out. Yeah, it was a little ebbing and flowing that year, which is is kind of typical of early season. And especially when it comes that early, uh, that ebbing and flowing does happen in different areas at different times. But nonetheless, it's a just a, kind of a reminder, you know, the leaves are turning. And I, and I got to imagine down in, in our listeners' Uh, home area there in South Dakota, they're getting a start of some of those leaves turning. But folks uh, up here, you know, a, a few hundred miles to your north, we're darn near to peak color here for the fall, and we're going to start losing it fast after that. Yeah, it's going to go. It's going to go pretty darn quick here before too long, um, which is fine. You know, hunting the hunting seasons uh, still are good. A lot of them actually get better once it gets cold. Uh, so the hunters are still looking forward to that. The open water guys, you know, they're, they don't necessarily mind that either because it pushes, starts pushing those fish into their uh, late, late fall patterns, which are a little bit more predictable. So some colder weather is probably good for most of the guys that are enjoying any, any of the outdoor sports. Um, maybe if you are a hiker, you know, if you do that kind of stuff, you know, it might not be nearly as much fun. But uh, the nice thing about that, too, is you don't have as much much traffic on the trails. Yeah, that's exactly right. And let's be honest, today's technical clothing, it's just like the gear you use when you're uh, putting in rigging up your boat or, or, or rigging up your, your hunting equipment. Our clothing does so much. And uh, this time of the year, even it does get a little bit cold whether it's hiking, whether it's fishing, whether it's, you know, I mean, we've, we've got the gear to keep us comfortable. And uh, we're going to be counting on a little of that gear next weekend, Scott. Well, you know, and we talk about that a lot, you know, that having the right gear, uh, having the right outerwear is important 12 months out of the year. It's not just wintertime. A lot of people think, well, that's just an ice fishing winter thing. And it's not. It's fall. It's summer, spring, all of that, you know. And we highly recommend that people invest you know, we all like to invest, fishermen, you like to invest in tackle and rods and boats and all that stuff. Um, you need to make darn sure that you invest in your gear as well, in your outerwear and your base layers, all that kind of stuff. And especially the same with hunters, ice fishermen. But Yeah, that's absolutely for sure. And, and uh, as I said, next weekend, we're going to be we're going to be making a trek up north of the, the border. That is the international border into Canada, into Manitoba for one of our favorite tournaments of the year. Yep, yep. Uh, it is the Pine Falls Greenback Championship. It's on the on the Winnipeg River at Pine Falls, Manitoba, where it flows into 
where the Winnipeg River flows into Lake Winnipeg. I'm sure we'll spend most of our time on the lake. Uh, we'll be driving the river to get out there. you got seven miles of river from the access to get out to the lake. But, um, yeah, it's usually a lot of fun. It's the only tournament that uh, I get to fish with Mr. Agri here, which is a lot of fun. You know, it's a good way for us to cap off our tournament season. And surprisingly, we actually do relatively well in that tournament. Uh, we're going to knock on some wood right now. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So th- there's really good anglers that fish this. A lot of, a lot of the Canadian, uh, some of the best Canadian guys tend to fish in these tournaments. And, th- and they're a lot of fun. And the best thing I like about it is that any moment that next thunk on your line could be a 15-pound walleye. And there's not a lot of places where you fish where that's a... Of actual a real possibility it's a possibility pretty much anywhere you go um but sometimes the odds are pretty darn slim but right not, not up there yeah i'm looking forward to it we're gonna have a great great time up there lots of fun speaking of a lot of fun scott we've got a great lineup set up for today's show uh, we're gonna take a quick break here but we're gonna talk when we return with Shayla Larson. She is a South Dakota Game Fish and Parks R3 manager. We'll have a conversation with a very familiar name from uh, from all over the fishing world, and that is Ted Takasaki later in the show. And we will be talking with Mr. Nick Harrington, again, jumping back to South Dakota Game Fish and Park. And uh, we're going to talk about some more things that they've got in the lineup. Don't go away, folks. We will be right back with a whole lot of Gone Outdoors right here on KWSN. Never worry about the price of gas. I'll be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. 